Welcome to season two of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Taryn. We are two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we've been going through the show season by season, and we've been talking about specific topics as we go. We have been lovingly dissecting the episodes and plots. We've shared many clips featuring our favorite jokes. We have gushed over Roz and Lilith. And in this episode, we're tying up loose ends from season two. So pop open your very special bottle of 1945 Chateau Petrus that you kept in the boiler room for all these years and grab a seat at the dinner table as we wrap up season two of Frasier. It's time for odds and ends. Taryn, start us off. What have we not talked about that you would like to talk about? I want to mention the silent star of the show, Eddie. Mm-hmm. It's hard to talk about him in the regular episodes, so here we are talking about him. Mm-hmm. Eddie's great. I wanted to bring in a joke from the episode, Someone to Watch Over Me, and this is where they're discussing why Eddie is a good replacement for a security system. You have a security system in this place? We don't need a security system. We've got Eddie here. Hello, Eddie. <laughs> hey, don't let him fool you. You laid a hand on me, you'd have a bite in your butt the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> and Eddie would go for your ankles. <laughs> Eddie is great. Lauren, what would you like to talk about? I missed one clip of David Hyde Pierce that I really wanted to include in the Niles episode, but we sort of didn't have time for it. This is just a great line reading by a great actor. I'm excited. I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I realized Dad isn't the problem. He's just supporting the candidate of his choice. The problem lies with us. Us? We haven't done anything. Exactly. Oh. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Edmund Burke. I have that quotation in a frame. Keep meaning to put it up in my office, but I never seem to get around to it. It's like an average joke, but he, the way he does it. Yep. All the way to an A plus in my books. Perfection. Taryn, what else have we missed? Lauren, I don't want to rain on your parade. We're here in a supportive environment. <laughs> we tried something new. You did your best. And it, it was good, mm -hmm. but I feel like there's just been a lot left unsaid. And I am speaking here about how I generously gave you the reins mm -hmm. to talk about Lilith. Yeah, I knew this was coming. <laughs> I had to look into my own soul and ask myself if I brought the Terran enthusiasm to the plate. I probably didn't go. 
And I'm not, again, I'm not saying you did a bad job. I'm just saying you did an insufficient job. (laughs) It's kind of worse, but okay. (laughs) Guys, in Adventures in Paradise, Lilith shows up in the best bathing suit. Mm -hmm. Our girl has pins for days. For those that don't know, BB New Earth is a trained ballerina, and it freaking shows. Pins mean legs, in case you're not aware. (laughs) (laughs) Good good clarification. (laughs) It does show. And she has a huge stupid flower in her hair. Yeah. And for some reason, she is sunbathing in a high heel. Like a stiletto. They are high. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lilith is always welcome in my world, but especially if she is going to show up in this ensemble. <laughs> and I have a really great clip of um, from Adventures in Paradise Part 2 where Lilith is just being awesome, classic Lilith. I, will, I would like to take this moment to apologize <laughs> for not delivering read the bathing suit (laughs) this has been a thing between us this season and i'm glad we're clearing the air it's been tense guys (laughs) okay here's taryn's clip oh my god frazier I suppose I could ask you the same thing. Frazier, is everything all right? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, why don't you come out and join us, Madeline? What about you? Are you here with someone? Yes, actually. He's snorkeling at the moment. Anyone I know? Sam Malone. Sam! <laughs> Just kidding. Of all places, Lilith, why did you bring him here? Well, it was spectacular five years ago when you brought me. It's even more breathtaking now. But this was our place. How could you bring someone else? Oh, Lilith. Lilith, I'd like you to meet Madeline Marshall. How's this for a hood? This is my ex-wife, Lilith. Your ex-wife is here? What a shame, too. No papers to be signed. So you're here with someone? Why does everyone keep asking me that? Yes, I am. Why do people keep asking you that, Lilith? (laughs) Uh, It's great. It is super great. Lauren, do you have anything else? Yes, so I don't often like to talk about Maris because she's a problematic character, but there are some really lovely things that are starting to happen between Niles and Maris. Um, Here is a clip from the episode Bearing a Grudge, where Niles is talking about their home life. Look, can we drop this? Artie obviously still has an attitude, and I got better things to do than sit around a hospital room taking abuse. Oh, God, I'm due back with Maris. (laughs) Oh, if if anyone needs me, I'll be sleeping at the hospital tonight. Why? Uh, Maris's doctor feels it's more soothing for the patient to duplicate the home environment as closely as possible, so I slipped a pearl-handled revolver under her pillow and got myself a room across the hall. It is great how Niles is really leaning into his not-super relationship in this season, whereas last season he was a little more oblivious to it in a way but now he was just like yeah it's ridiculous and (laughs) here we are 
in the same way that Roz has this like super built-in self-confidence, Niles kind of does too about things like this that are absolutely ridiculous and not what most people think of as a normal marriage, you know, even admitting that you don't sleep in the same bed is sort of like scandalous, mm -hmm. but he doesn't really care. He's like, this is who we are. Yeah. Here I am. Maybe she has a gun. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I have another example from season two. Um, just where it's, you know, David Hyde Pierce is being great. Here, here we go. I'm not sure about the psychological ramifications of this, but it seems like a good thing to me. Yes, well, to the untrained eye, yes, but what if we hate each other? And they're being stuck together for a week. Oh, that won't happen. If anything, you'll come back even more in love than ever. Even worse! <laughs> if it goes perfectly, then it means we'll start talking about a serious commitment and living together and then marriage and... You ask me, Fraser, your trepidation is well-founded. It is possible to move a relationship along too fast and ultimately marry too hastily. You could find a few years down the line that the person isn't really right for you. Yes. And then what happens if you meet the right person? Someone who really excites you and makes you feel alive, but you can't act upon it because you're trapped in a stale, albeit comfortable, Maris. <laughs> Niles is great. He sure is. You know who else is great? Martin. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about Martin. I love hearing about the good old days of Marty, especially when it hit, involves his late wife, Hester. And John Mahoney, as an actor, has su such a great way of talking about her that feels so real and sweet. It's just so lovely. Mm -hmm. I have a clip of him talking about their meet-cute back in the day. Hey, let me ask you one question, Frazier. Did you feel a spark when you met this woman? Like fireworks. Well, then go for it. You know, these things don't happen that often. It's like when I met your mother. It was at a crime scene. Hester was a psychiatrist, so every now and again, the department would have her run up a profile of a suspect. Remember the first time I met her? was over the chalk outline of a murder victim. <laughs> One look at her hair silhouetted against that flashing blue light of the coroner's wagon and I was a goner. <laughs> she drew a little smile on the head of the outline and I drew a pair of eyes and before you knew it, we were laughing like a couple of kids. <laughs> Dad, you're a ghoul. I was joking. We couldn't draw on the outline. They hadn't moved the body yet. <laughs> I love Martin so much. So delightful. In this season of Cafe Nervosa, we didn't talk as much about Martin. I mean, we have our Martin episode. Mm -hmm. um, but John Mahoney is such a, the heart and soul of the show in many ways. And especially given that he passed away this year, almost a year ago now. But um, I don't know. I just so appreciate watching the show and watching him particularly. It's so amazing that we have this fantastic capsule of his talent and loveliness. Mm -hmm. um, I have one more clip that features Martin. This is Martin's beautiful poetry on the miracle of life. <laughs> what I can't get over is that feeling of being there right when a person's life begins. One minute it's just this blob in some lady's stomach, next minute it's a person. Blob. Person. <laughs> Miracle of birth summed up in one poetic phrase. He's not wrong. It is a blob, then it's a person. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Our next segment is 1990s Nonsense, where we discuss the aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it's been 25 years since the show premiered, and a lot has changed. Taryn, what nonsense of yours did we not get to in the rest of this season? I just sort of wanted to sum up the season and say that it was a thin season for anybody but a white man. Mm-hmm. We both found this season a lot harder to talk about positively than the first season, and that really sucked. The first season set such a high bar, and and for the second season not to exactly live up to that in terms of diversity and good stories for people other than white men, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Mine is very much related to that. I just felt that Roz as a character and Perry Gilpin as an actor were criminally underused in season two. Big time. What a shame to yeah. have that sitting there and not take it out. Yeah. You know? Hopefully it gets better moving forward. Hopefully. Turning back to things we love about the show, we here at Cafe Nervosa HQ, this hot library, (laughs) have come up with a consensus pick for the best episode of season two. Drum roll, please. That's really good. Thank you. Breaking the Ice. (laughs) Yeah, Breaking the Ice is the best episode. It really is of the season. We do have an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Lauren, would you like to announce that? Yes. It is the David Hyde Pierce Showcase Masterclass Flower Child. We've really selected well here. Good <laughs> job, us. We're brilliant. <laughs> if you want some season two episodes to check out, start with those. They will not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play and on our website at cafenervosapodcast.com On our website, Taryn makes recaps for each of our podcast episodes and she includes cool links, awesome gifs, and other observations including how many times per episode we mention Lilith. We do our best to get that number really boosted. We sure do. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram at cafenervosapod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. We would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa. So we really, really, really want to thank you for listening to Cafe Nervosa. It means the world to us that people are finding and sharing the show. We really love making this show and getting to talk about all of our obsessions, Roz and Lilith. Mm Mm-hmm. And that people want to listen to it. So, again, we thank you so much. Yep. Uh, It's time to end our second season. And we will do so, as we did the first, with an assortment of outtakes from our recordings. I have a few warnings here. We don't usually swear on the show, but we do swear in these outtakes. And in real life. (laughs) And in life, I guess. (laughs) Um, The sound quality is not always great. There may be coughing. We might hit the mic. If you don't like that... You don't have to listen, but they are funny. (laughs) 
Thank you again for listening. Enjoy these outtakes, and we'll see you for season three sometime in 2019. Welcome to season two of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm doing it like it's a joke. <laughs> Not good. We would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the. Ooh. <laughs> it's here. The waiver's here. <laughs> season two. <laughs> Where did you hear about her? <clears throat> we would love it if you. Don't clap. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they don't control you, Taryn. <laughs> She's referring to her Jules Cobian finger guns, FYI. <sighs> we would love it. <laughs> Frickers. You got it. <coughs> it's only a thousand degrees in here. You don't have finger guns. You can do it. <laughs> so now let's talk about sex people. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just sounded like they were sex people. That is what it sounded like. <laughs> it's so great to see all of these ladies getting it on with their own agendas. That was gross. <laughs> the agendas. <laughs> It's just an all-around positive represent. It's just an all-around positive representative. Oh my goodness gracious! She's pregnant, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking of sex, <laughs> BB is negotiating a raise for sal for salary. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> Fancy salary apartment. <laughs> okay. Make it real natural and set up the joke. Okay. Or I'll say banter. Banter and observations. Right, but banter it has to have two people. No, but you've <laughs> seen a one-man banter with the big drama and stuff. <laughs> right, I have seen that. So, personal story. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Once when I, I was like probably 11 and I was in Eau Claire Mall in Calgary. I don't know why, but I was with my friend Catherine Falls, who was cool. <laughs> and we saw a one-man band in there and his name was Dan the One-Man Band. <laughs> I can't believe you remember his name. It was written on the big drum. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, and he did his act and I was <laughs> delighted. By his talents and skills and the various pulleys that made the symbols on his shoulders go off. I mean, that's just science and fascinating. <laughs> I would say I haven't seen a one-man band since. Don't think many people have. <laughs> but we will come Mary Poppins time. That's true. Yes. Better be a one-man band. <laughs> Better be a fucking one-man <laughs> band in Mary Poppins. <laughs> Hope it doesn't awaken something. <laughs> And I have a quote from a person I didn't look up. <laughs> Fucking me. God. Is systematic the right word or should it be systemic? Should be systemic. 
probably said that wrong last season. <laughs> yeah, it should be very good. All you need to know here is that RT is here. I don't know. Joke is funny. <laughs> Martin and Artie are haven't overcome their differences yet. Thank you. You're you're great at that. <laughs> All you need to know here is that Marty and Artie haven't yet overcome their differences. It's because I'm a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on this computer that's not mine. <laughs> Sorry, library. She's fantastic. You want to say that again without a waiver? Yep. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're tackling... Sorry. Not sorry, because I'm a man. She's a man. She's like, you messed up, (laughs) lady. (laughs) In season two, Fraser's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the help... In season two, Fraser's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and... Okay, my stomach's making weird noises. <laughs> Beanie, say hi! <laughs> Beanie podcast. In season two, Fraser's main... Oh, that's a weird vibe. In season two, Fraser's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help. <laughs> In season two, Fraser's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, whose profession I can't say. <laughs> In season two, Fraser's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author. Fuck you. That was so rude. I nailed it. She did the best one ever in history. In history. (laughs) No one cares. Shh. No one wants your services, library. (laughs) Your free community based (laughs) services. Kidding. We want your we services. Want them. Thank you. You guys are always nice to us when we don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. One more time. <laughs> Optimistic, but I like it. I'm starting again. Okay. Um, I all okay. I'll try something. Okay. okay. I always appreciate how Fraser and Niles play off each other. Did you see anything leading leading the leading the podcaster? The <laughs> okay, got that big dick energy. <laughs> BDE. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> and Further, do people know that she is an Oscar winner, Mary Steenburgen? That's amazing. I hope it was for One Magic Christmas. It was not. (laughs) (laughs) Can you say it again? Or probably no. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Can I listen to you say it again? (laughs) What else was I supposed to say? That was beautiful. (laughs) But it's so funny to me what it is. Okay. Spoilers. Okay. 
Oh no, we got a long way to yeah, go. Yeah, we'll focus up, Lauren. <laughs> and Kelsey Grammer plays Frasier really well as kind of that person who's stuck between those two worlds. Good job, Flome Dome. <laughs> I'll, to edit out, <laughs> note to Lauren, <laughs> take out Flome Dome. <laughs> What are you bringing mm-hmm. to Nonsense Corner? Bum us out. Here comes the bummer. <laughs> uh, name of my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> Martin was raised in a time where... Wern. <laughs> it's both when and where. <laughs> Good stuff. By something called, I think, a Hot Buns. Uh, yeah, I think it's the Hot Buns, is it? Something like that. Yeah. He buys a, a Buns... Warming. <laughs> a sit-upon Tahitiotuckus. Yeah, it's great. We can't use that because no one knows what a sit-upon is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you can hear that Niles is impressed by Roz's insults, and he should be, especially given how much power he has in their relationship by way of his status as a wealthy, ivily educated, straight white straight white cisgender man so bra bras you had a few stumbles it might just be good to bras aside (laughs) you you just had a bras raking down (laughs) okay niles is impressed by roz's insults and he should be given this is too long is the problem i need to break it up she needs to do some editing (laughs) I'm going to do it on the food (laughs) The editing train is coming into the station, but it's going to slowly roll through, so she's got (laughs) to run after it. Exactly. I would like to talk about the episode, the show where Sam comes. (laughs) Boy, does he. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) You're a pregnant woman. to have a child soon. (laughs) That was gross. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I would like to talk about the episode, the show where... (laughs) Sorry, I laughed. You would be able to see a bump on there. That's on me. I laughed. I didn't even notice and I went. (laughs) I sneakered. Got the hot crazies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rally time. Put your hat inside out. Okay. Roz. What's it called when you look for a man? Roz on the prowl. <laughs> yeah. Like the scope and Betty's, but the modern way to say scope and <laughs> Betty's. <laughs> hit, hit, hitting on Wang. Mm. Trolling for Wang. Trolling for Wang. <laughs> Roz. <laughs> I can't think of what I mean. <laughs> I think you can just say Scope and Betty's and that's fine. <laughs> Very specific family joke from 35 years ago. Yeah, I can use that. <laughs> um, you know in Friends when Rosh... Rosh... <laughs> 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 
that's a spooner. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> so our next segment is ni- 1990s nonsense, where we dispu- <laughs> discuss. <laughs> Didn't oh, start bras. out. Right. <laughs> so it's fine that this happened. <laughs> Turning back to things we love about this show, it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the first season. Taryn, you're up. Well, it says second, but I chose to make it first. (laughs) (laughs) All you need to know here is that Roz has an unsightly... All you need to know (laughs) (laughs) An unsightly... (laughs) It's a new word. Taryn, what would you like to talk about in regards to women? I want to (laughs) talk... Sorry. That was real not good. Taryn, what... What do you got? (laughs) Oh, that was better. (laughs) That was worth it. And she goes all out to do her job and to to make that Skrilla, so I'm into it. Yep. Do you think I can say Skrilla? Yep. Okay, great. We don't have time. There's not time to say anything else. Back to you over in the booth. In sweatbox number four. Martin, I mean, I think in this season, starting again. Fart noise to indicate failed take. Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram at Cafe Nervosa Pod. <laughs> and start thinking about how we never updated until like. <laughs> we're bad. Yeah. <laughs> we are who we are. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google. I should have read this before. <laughs> a cold read is not my strong suit. It's no a one's. Lukewarm read isn't even good. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. <laughs> I didn't laugh, but I did smile. I can admit that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. <laughs> episodes thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa Cafe Nervosa (laughs) thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa it's getting weirder (laughs) thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa check out our other episodes they're in Apple Podcasts (laughs) fucker Uh, you, I thought you had it. I did too, and then I was too proud of myself. <laughs> Just a little bit smug over there. Um, there's one mistranslation with. J- Wait, say the mistranslation. Yeah. Oh, you are sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you, your tone made it sound like you were you were happy and moving on. I was like, you, you can't use that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you. Uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop you there. I'm gonna need you to go back. I literally was you, Dick. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. Enjoy these outtakes, and we'll see you for season three sometime in 2019. Maybe. <laughs> One of us is having a kid, so. Oh, who?
<laughs> Great work.